Spawn on Me is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Brokaka, y'all. What the deal be? Shout out to all of you at home. This is the Spawn of Me podcast with Khalif Adams. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. I'm hoping that you're here doing your thing, hoping that you're all well. Hope you are washing your hands, washing your butt, making sure you are social distancing, making sure that you're getting everything in that you need to get in for the 2020. Um, it has been a really interesting week in terms of uh, things happening here in Chicago. It has been very, very busy. Uh, in terms of getting things out into the world. Again, thank you to everyone who shared good words uh, towards us about our appearance on Good Morning America. That was bonkers and amazing and fantastic. And I did not expect that to be a thing that I would ever have said uh, I could put on my resume, uh, but it is and has been a thing now. Shout out to Dr. Kishana Gray, Zombie Kills, uh, for being a part of that with me alongside some other gentlemen uh, who, who were in the gaming space with us rocking that day. Uh, and again, a huge shout out to the folks over at ABC and Good Morning America for, you know, taking the time to, you know, have us there to talk to them about race and games in, in 2020 and, and talk about, you know, the things that we could be making better in the space and changing in a real way. So, you know, that stuff is always fantastic and great. Um, it's always amazing to be able to kind of do that work in a real way and, and figure out ways that we can, you know, make everything better. So, you know, shout out to everybody in that respect for sure. Um, and it's always fantastic to be able to do that with all of you at home. So again, massive love to you all in Chicago for getting that done. Uh, this week is going to be a pretty quick and dirty show. You know, there hasn't been a lot of really big news, or at least a lot of stuff that I super care about in, in terms of the gaming industry this week. You know, we're still kind of in that middle space trying to figure out exactly when um, people are going to be getting PS5s. We saw a couple of those actually today. People kind of like getting a kit from Sony. Uh, you know, some of the bigger names have gotten some stuff so far. Uh, we're hoping that we're going to be a part of that grouping as well. At some point, it would be fantastic to, to get some uh, review gear on the Sony PS5 side. Uh, but we're waiting to see what that's going to look like uh, in a real way. But I do think, um, you know, it, it's just been busy. Like this whole 2020 business has been super, super nuts. Um, and I feel like we're we're still going into, you know, November, you know, with launch titles coming up and consoles dropping. And it just still feels like we have no clue what's actually going to happen. <laughs> like who knows what's going to go down. We had our last presidential debate, which was a, a shit show. And then we had all the other kind of stuff that's been happening in the world, trying to figure out what that's going to do. And COVID is still a thing. And, you know, so many things are happening in, in, in random and maddening ways. We don't know what's going to be the next step that's going to happen. But what I do know is that we do have a dope show uh, here for you today with a couple of quick topics for, uh, this week, uh, and to kick all that stuff off, we're going to start off with our lovely, lovely 411. So, this week on the 411, we have a couple of quick topics to dig into. One thing that I was really excited about because there was a it was a conversation about the latest Mortal Kombat content 
I am super excited that they just found out that, or they just showed Rambo gameplay for the first time, which is maddening. It is dope to be able to see just how cool and how well they implemented that particular character into the game and how good it looks and how fantastic they figured out how to make him look just like, you know, old school John Rambo. Uh, I am super hyped at the fact that they got him in into the game in a real way. I am amazed at how well they detailed him and his moveset is fire. It looks super, super good. I am really hyped for, you know, how that thing is going to play. You know, the character that they have brought into it is old school, you know, day one, John Rambo, you know, I'm coming to get you, John Rambo. It's super cool, man. Like, you know, he has some stuff in his kit that, you know, when, you know, when you think about characters like this, you think about, you know, how are they going to play? How are they going to kind of implement the stuff that they have that are kind of their, you know, their, their tentpole things, their kind of main devices that they use or main things they kind of like bring to the forefront you know, the signature styles that they have. And it feels like, you know, with, with Rambo, they have done a fantastic job of making him feel as visceral and probably even more so than you'd be able to get away with in the movies, of course, because, you know, those movies, they didn't really go into blood and guts in the same way that a game like Mortal Kombat can, but it was really dope to be able to see them bring him to life in, in all of his, you know, yelling and screaming ways, you know, with Caltrops kind of being in there and he has his signature Bowie knife and, you know, he's using traps and he's using his knife and he's using arrows and claymores and all this other stuff to like bring this character to life that we know from pop culture in a real way. Um, it is wild what the, what, what the folks over at NetherRealm can do and they continue to just push the limit every which way that they possibly can. So I'm, I am even more excited at the fact that this character now is going to be in the game uh, in a real way, uh, I'm even more excited to see the kind of skins they're going to have for him, uh, because as a as a you know character, you know he's a military dude. There isn't there's but so much, and half the time he's in a in a in a damn movie, he's half naked anyway. Like he's out there just with a shirt on anyway. Uh, you know, so it's it's it's. It's one of those things where you're just like, well, how far can they take that in terms of the costuming and all that kind of stuff? But I'm super hyped for, you know, the way that they're going to be able to do that. I think it's going to be amazingly cool to get a chance to play him. They showcased Rain a little bit as well earlier. And Rain just looks really good. Like they went through all of his kit and his stuff is like bananas he's just rolling around on the on the screen he's teleporting all over the place he's turning into a bubble he's like going across the screen like doing all these kinds of funky moves and it's it's i'm so in love with this game like they they like nether realm continues to just make dope stuff and they don't miss and it feels like you know a lot of people get upset about the way the online works a lot of people get upset about you know a lot of the parts and how they kind of you know are working together but for me it's really just, you know, the thing that I keep coming back to when I when I need to get my competitive juices flowing. It never feels like, uh, well, that's not true. There, there are a lot of wonky things about the game, um, but I'm so forgiving of it because of the boundaries that they kind of cross all the time and the, and the ways that they kind of work with everything. I, I don't get that upset. Like when the game is, when, they get, when the game is, you know, kind of screwing me over. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it does. It does. It totally screws you over from time to time. And you're just like, what in the hell happened? Like I was supposed to be winning this match and now I'm totally not winning this match. So, you know, it is, it is, it is pretty great um, in lots of different ways. So we still have Molina who's supposed to be coming out soon. Uh, Molina is going to be in the space uh, at, towards the end of the month. Um, I'm actually really interested to see what they're going to do with next gen. I know they talked about being able to up uh, to upgrade uh, pretty easily. Uh, you won't have to spend extra money. You can just upgrade uh, whatever to whatever console you currently are on, which is really good. They need to do that because again, there's so much progress that I've put into that game with skins and all this other stuff. I really don't want to start that thing over on 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 another console in that way. Like I'm going to be real upset if I have to try to do that stuff. And they seem to have gotten that part right when it comes to you know doing the the easy upgrade version of of this so i'm i'm excited about that i'm happy about that that's going to be that's going to be something that's going to be pretty cool to, to be able to see so I've, I'm, I'm happy about that for sure um the other and final news story for this week because again it was a pretty pretty closed week in terms of stuff that was actually like meat on the bone um, more stuff that we hadn't already kind of talked about from from that perspective um, but the biggest story of the week was uh, AOC going on Twitch. Um, AOC going on Twitch was a pretty, pretty big, big deal. Like, um, I just want to look at some of the numbers because I think that the numbers in this are actually pretty, pretty impressive in lots of different ways. Like, um, so she streamed to over 430,000 viewers. Um, there was a tweet that went out, uh, and, uh, she put it out on her, on her timeline and she was like, Hey, you know, I want to play some among us with some people like, and I want to stream it on Twitch. Everybody named mama raised their hands and they were like, Oh my God, are we AOC? Can we be one of the people who streams with you on Twitch? I'm so excited to stream with you on Twitch. Let's, let's do it. Let's figure it out. Let's find time to do it. Um, and it was kind of cool to be able to see people get super hyped about that thing. Like it was nice to be able to. Um, you know, see people get really excited at the prospect of this politician coming onto the platform and, you know, having her time to, to play games with people. It was really cool to see. It was something that we don't really get a chance to see often uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, the space like that. And it was fun to a certain extent to be able to see, to watch her play with, with the people who uh, she got a chance to play with. I will, I will fully say though, um, that one of the things that was a little bit disappointing uh, was the roster of folks that she wound up having with her, because you know I, I I want I want that combination of her amazing personality personality to 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 always shine through because she is super fun and and, and young and 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 able to kind of connect to uh, you know people in a, in a really good way. I think that 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 is a hard thing to do. It is not easy to, to do that kind of work is very difficult to do that kind of work. And I think that that to me is pretty, pretty, pretty like rare to be able to find people who can do that work really well. Um, the, the, the parts that I'm a little bit disappointed in is the fact that like, man, I wish it wasn't with the folks she had rocking with her, man. Like that stuff is like, I was hoping that it was going to be people who would be able to have the political conversation in a real way. Of course, Hassan Piker was there, which he's a huge pundit. He's fantastic. I love his work. I used to watch his stuff with the Young Turks a, lo- a long time ago. Like he's super cool in that way, and he's fun. Um, but like, 
I don't care. I don't want to see Pokemon, Pokemane, and and I love Myth. I love him, but I, I don't want to see Myth either doing that work and 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 having that stuff to when they, when they're basically trying to do a get out the vote campaign on Twitch. Uh, they talked a little bit about politics from from a, from a small standpoint, but like. I would love if you're actually going to like have the ear and the, and the eyeballs of all these young people on you to be able to actually have like some substance of stuff to talk about. And I watched like a good hour and some change of the stream. And I was like, this is not, it's okay, but it's kind of, it's kind of meh. I was like, I was hoping for a lot more. I was hoping that they would be able to dig into some real deep stuff and like galvanize people to do that work. I don't know if that actually worked in a real way. Who knows if, it actually, you know, worked in some way where, where people felt like they could, you know, be in that space and feel like they could do that work with her. Um, you know, a lot of the folks who were in that party have said often, often, often that they are like, I don't talk about politics. I don't want to get into that on my stream. You know, that, that, that unsaid taboo that happens on Twitch where people are like, don't talk about politics because you'll lose viewers and you can't have people on your show that do that. And that to me was like, man, such a missed opportunity to do that work in that space with one of the biggest political names in the game right now, who actually has the ability to make that crossover happen in a real way. Um, so, you know, we'll see, we'll see what that means for, for real stuff. Like, but the thing that was actually pretty cool was, She's, she's really great <laughs> uh, in terms of just like her vibe. And, and I think, you know, let's take a quick peek into it and listen into the, some of the, the hijinks that happen. Easy now. Do we, oh, do we do it John. first round of the day? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Any <laughs> last words? R.I.P. <laughs> I like that. R.I.P. me. You need to click on AOC oh. and then click on the are line. you Are you really going to do this to me, Ivan? No, Do I'm it. not voting for Alex. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's my ride or die right there. That's my ride or die right there. Like that stuff is cool, man. Like it's dope to be able to see, you know, her have those moments with Ilhan and like play the game in the real way and like go through the process of learning what it was like to play it. And, you know, it, you know, Ilhan, you know, Omar as well was like, in it, she, they were like having fun and, and like rolling through and it was fun. It was super cool to be able to see her have that experience with folks in that space. I just wish that it was with other people who you could do both things at the same time. It just doesn't feel, it did, just didn't feel like the moment was able to like have that there for that kind of conversation to happen, which, which again, like leads me to the hope that, you know, we can get AOC on our show. I think, you know, we have the ability, we have the the nimbleness to be able to have the, the political conversation with her in a real way while playing a game like this and, and having other people who, you know, it doesn't have to be super uh, heavy, but like, I would love to have seen that. That would have been super cool. So the other, other interesting part about this whole conversation is uh, a lot of folks, there's been a lot of articles written, you know, post her being on the show hope uh, post her her stream that's like well this is going to be the thing this is like the new next thing that's going to be happening for political pundits in the future and moving forward like this is going to be this was a monumental moment in that way um and i don't know if that's necessarily true like i don't know if that's actually the case yet 
you know, everyone kind of leans into the, the Bernie Sanders one that, that, that happened a, a little while ago and how that kind of like moves the needle a little bit in terms of like Twitch as a platform for political conversation, which I don't believe it is. Not in that way. Um, of course, AOC can help do that in a, in a bigger way. You know, if she continues to do these kinds of streams. But again, I don't think that that works in the way that we hope it would. And I don't know if that works in terms of the ways that we hope those folks are going to be kind of coming to the conversations uh, who need to hear it in a real way. Like, I feel like this is probably going to be like a one to two stream pony. And then we'll, we'll not see AOC doing this kind of stuff that often um, because of the nonsense in the chat that's going to happen and her being super busy and, you know, all the small things that keep somebody who's amazingly uh, um, prolific at doing what she does from having the kind of outreach and, and, and support that she should have on a platform like this, if used properly and and curated and taken care of in, in, in those ways where you can actually do some good work in that space in a, in a bigger, broader way. Again, like we've done a whole bunch of stuff around voter disenfranchisement and voter rights and all those kinds of things. I want to do that stuff with folks like her and with other people who aren't afraid to have the political conversation on their channel, as opposed to most of the folks who are in that stream who, you know, God bless their managers. Their managers were on that shit. Like their managers were like, yo, we're gone. Let's go. She put out that thing and every big streamer had their hand up raised and, you know, kudos to the people who were managing those people to be able to make that thing happen as quickly as it did. Cause it basically took a couple of hours to get a, to get a party together. Um, so it's, it's an interesting time and an interesting space, uh, for sure. Uh, when it comes to all of those things, I think, you know, again, I, I hope that the, you know, as much as everybody was super hyped and excited about this particular thing happening, I hope that the, um, I hope that it bears more fruit in, in, in bigger ways for the audience in bigger ways for AOC in bigger ways for the reaching across the aisle, uh, in terms of getting young folks involved in a political way that feels like they are actually going to be, you know, excited and, um, have someone who they feel like they can, uh, relate to in a real way because we have so much disenfranchisement and we have so much apathy, uh, in the space in that way. So I'm hoping that those things become real and that we can find a way to make those things really push in a, in a, in a really big way. So, so shout out to AOC, shout out to her team again, for being brilliant and smart, uh, for, you know, capitalizing on the moment, um, and, and really kind of bringing that home with the second biggest stream, uh, in the history of Twitch next to Drake and ninjas, uh, stream. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I, I'm hoping that it happens again. I'm hoping that she does it here on small Nummies and posted with those other folks anyway. Um, so shout out to her for, for, for knocking that out of the park and getting that, getting that done. Uh, cause that was pretty, pretty dope. Um, um, let's see. Yeah. I think that's it for news. Like I don't, I don't think there was a lot of other stuff this week that, that actually like perked my ears up that, that made me think about it in a, in a bigger way. There wasn't a lot of stuff that actually kind of came through. Uh, that was super pertinent in that way. Um, what we do have, though, before we end out the show is, again, we've been asking folks to send in voicemails, uh, to send in messages for us that we can listen to and then respond to on our AKA segment, Ask Ka Anything segment. Um, and we got two 
uh, voicemails this week, and I'm super excited to get to them. So without further ado, let's get into some more, AKA Ask Ka Anything. Shout out to everybody who dropped a voicemail for us this week. Uh, we have two really, really good ones. And I think, you know, is again, you know, go into speakpipe.com slash spawn on me is the place that you want to go. Uh, if you want to send us a message, it is important uh, for this segment for that to be a thing. Um, I'm really having a blast with it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. There's sometimes when I just want to do a show that's just only that, which would be a, a cool secondary uh, sliver show that we do. Uh, that would be pretty fantastic, but that's a lot of voicemails that you would have to do to fill up a fill up like a good 30 minute show. But without further ado, I want to get to the first voicemail of the week. And that one comes from Emmett Watkins. Shout out to Emmett Watkins, who's a familiar face, familiar name in the gaming industry and who's doing so much good work in the space. So let's hear what Emmett has to say this week. Hey, what's up, Khalif? Uh, I just wanted to leave a message here asking you, hopefully, a, a, a rarer question than the norm. Uh, I wanted to ask, with the generation coming to a close, uh, people are going to be looking back to the last generation of games. But I want to ask you a question that isn't just defined to just the last generation. Uh, as far back as you want, I want to know, what is the worst game that you love? What is the absolute most critically hated or just generally disliked game that you yourself have a soft spot for? Um, just to give an example, mine would be Kane and Lynch 2, Dog Ooh. Days. Um, I know that game got critically panned and all that. It's not that great of a game to a lot of people's opinion, but uh, it's intentionally ugly art style. It just is really just gross vibe. I am very interested in it. It's it's weirdly intoxicating in a way I can't quite put into words that effectively. But um, yeah, Kane and Lynch 2 is mine. So what is yours? What's the worst game that you love? Uh, so yeah, that's all I got for you. Continue to make the show. It's it's We all love the show, so it's great. Continue to make us proud. And I will uh, hear you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. Matt, shout out to Emmett. That was a really good question. I like that question a bunch. Um, mine would be, ooh, and I'm going to get so much hate off of this. Everything from David Cage. I know people hate David Cage stories. I know they hate his games. I know that they hate him and all the things that he represents in this world because they talk all this stuff about Quantic Dream. I love David Cage games. I know that people don't like them, but they are like, you know, somebody asked me, they were like, you know, why, 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 why do you like David Cage, David Cage games? They're like not well written and they don't really have great plots and the characters are kind of boring and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I, I was like, I didn't know the best way to compare them for a long period of time um, until I started to watch my wife watch Grey's Anatomy, um, which is, you know, a, ho a hospital uh, drama TV show uh, that has been on for like 45 years <laughs> um, and has been bad since the second season. But she would continuously watch it. She watched it for like all the seasons and she used to watch it for a very long time. And I was just like, I don't know how you can do this. I don't know how you can watch this in a real way. Why would you do this? And why would you, you know, go through the pain of, of going through this whole process and doing that? And it's, it's that weird, like, it's so bad that it's good kind of thing. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's campy. Um, it's bad with its accents. Everybody, every American is French Canadian, which is a whole other problem. 
Um, and it doesn't really get the plot together in any cohesive way. Like I know people hate Detroit, but I kind of love Detroit. Detroit is a, is a, is a not great game, but it's like a weird, a weird take on, you know, racism and, and democracy and, you know, autonomy and all these other things where it's like not great. It's not super smart or heady, but it's like interesting to see somebody who is not from the country kind of like dig into it and and kind of mess it up in a lot of different ways so it's interesting I, I think it's cool like i am not a hater on it i think you know david cage has his place i think Grey's anatomy has his, has his place you know people like you know love and hip-hop people like bad vh1 shows i think you have the ability to like a bad thing if you can understand and and, and give it it's due that it's not great <laughs> and i think that's fine i think that's okay that you'd be able to do that because that's that's what a lot of people do and no one hates on them for doing that thing so shout out to emmett that was a fantastic question i i, I love that that was a really good one that came in in this week so I, I love that um last voicemail for ask how anything and to round out our show this week comes from the man the fam uh one of the dopest writers in the space jeffy rousseau uh let's hear what jeffrey has to say this week hey Kyle. Jeffrey Russo, JR Potential on Twitter. Uh, the question I wanted to uh, reach out to you with was that uh, what do you do personally when you feel like your work uh, that you do in the space isn't, you know, reaching the plateau or the exposure that you personally would like to see? Uh, and, uh, or if you find yourself in a, in a funk, um, so to say, what, what, what do you do to stay motivated in those cases as always uh, hope you're doing well staying well love the show love your work and uh thanks for being a light out there yo shout out to jeffrey man uh, jeffrey is a good brother he has really been putting out some decent work out in the world man and he's been deserving and he deserves more of a spotlight himself uh with the work that he does um what do i do when i'm feeling like i'm not getting my due Ooh, i mean there's a lot of things um I try not to get down on myself as much as I used to. There used to be a bunch of negative energy that I would kind of put towards my own work when I always felt like I wasn't getting what I deserved from the industry, from my peers, from, you know, from all the places that you kind of get your, your self-worth as a character, as a character, as a content creator. Um, and I learned, you know, pretty, pretty early on that, like, to a certain extent, you can't worry about what other people think of your stuff. I think you get to a point where the only person that you're really beholden to is your audience. Um, and once you have a good connection to your audience and you have an understanding of what they what they ask you for, both verbally and non-verbally, and what they what you feel like you can give them as a content creator with your time, your energy, your effort, and, you know, continuing to try to keep things fresh. Um, you know, like a segment like this, this is trying to keep something fresh. You know, we had a, we have had a, uh, um, we've had a, uh, what do you call it? We've had a way of doing things. That was not the word that I wanted to use, but we had a, you know, a, a pretty simple way of doing our show, a format. That was the word I was looking for. I couldn't think of the word format. My God. Um, but our format has been fairly similar for most of the time that we've had the show. And I think, you know, treating it as something where you're not afraid to be gentle with it and you're not afraid to be uh, willing to change things up because either you feel like you're in a creative hole or 
you know, the time will, will tell you that you need to change things up so that you can keep more relevant. Twitch is a thing that has kept us more relevant in that way. Um, you know, a lot of our shows wouldn't have gotten as big uh, and had so much more reach without Twitch um, and having a visual component to our show. Um, but I'm, I'm still in a space where I get a lot of questions and I get a lot of um, really great energy towards us to say like, ah, we really love what you're doing. You're like killing it right now. And you're like, doing all this stuff. And, you know, prior to Fanbyte and prior to kind of 2020, um, you know, we, or I, um, was always worrisome about, you know, are we actually getting things done? Like, you know, our numbers were never amazing in comparison to other shows that would do like hundreds and thousands of downloads, a, a, an episode, and we would barely crack, you know, five to six K per episode. Um, and it was some, one of those things where we were just like, how, like we do good work. I do good work. How was that not a thing? Um, and then you kind of think about when you see other folks who do less work than you do, who put in less effort into the quality of their work. And you're just like, well, what the fuck does that mean for my stuff? Is that just going to be the way that it works? Um, and to a certain extent, this year has been a, a pretty good indicator of, you know, if you keep pushing, you can achieve certain things that you have always wanted to achieve and even more so, uh, you know, we've had a lot of surprises this year about things that have come our way and, and things that have come my way for the show and opportunities. And, you know, if I look back at 2020, just as a whole, this is a phenomenal year for our show. This is the best year of our show has ever had in seven years. Um, but it doesn't mean that I still don't see holes in the work. I'm a perfectionist anyway, and I always want to try to figure out better ways to make the work better. Um, so I, I lean on friends. I ask friends for help. I ask friends for support. I ask people who understand the work to take a look at it and to give me their take on some of the stuff that I have. Like some of the, the best people in the world, uh, some, of my, some of the best friends that I have in this industry who... I absolutely trust and, and, and believe in anything they tell me about my work. I like Paris Lily, uh, Andrea Renee for what's good games. I will often ask her like, yo, can you take a look at this and just tell me what you think? Cause she has a amazing eye for, um, you know, this industry cause she's an industry veteran and she's had years and years of work in broadcast and she's had, you know, multiple, multiple years of work in front of behind the camera and, you know, producing shows. Um, so she's an invaluable resource in my life towards getting my stuff to be better. So I would say for, for you, Jeff, like you, you know, having people who will not bullshit you about where you, where you, where your work is, um, having people in your space who can, can, can lift you up and, and put you in a better position, which is really important. Um, and also always trying to figure out ways to keep your stuff fresh and not be afraid to get a thing wrong or to mess it all up or to, uh, you know, or not to try, I'm sorry, not to try stuff that feels like a little bit out of your comfort zone. Um, you know, me being on camera more is, is me being out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, me doing the stuff with the NFL this, this year is a little bit me out of my comfort zone. So there's multiple ways to kind of flip that and get into better spaces. But I think you always need good people who can, you know, can help you look at your work in a reasonable way and, and help you figure out how you can specifically get better with the stuff that you do because that's extremely important so massive love to everybody uh on that side of the fence for uh adding your voice to aka for this week again we love i love doing that part of the show 
It is super, super fun to do Ascot anything. Please uh, send us more voicemails. Speakpipe.com slash spawn on me whenever you want to do more of that because I love doing it. Um, and you get fantastic questions like the ones that Emmett and Jeffrey dropped this week. And again, we've had some pretty dope uh, questions already coming into the space. So uh, it's been a lot of fun to be able to do that in a bigger and, and better way. So um, I think that's it for this week. You know, again, short and sweet show. Um, not a lot of stuff happening in the space this week. I think next week uh, we're going to do a couple of different things. Again, we should have a guest on next week. Um we're starting to ramp up for our holiday guide. I think uh, me and Zombie Kills are going to uh, do a uh, do a holiday guide this year. So we're going to be pulling in a whole bunch of products that we've gotten over the year, and and build out a list of stuff that you should be paying attention to for your uh, for your purchases coming up for the holidays and things like that, which is going to be interesting. Uh, we're going to do a couple. I'm going to do a couple of reviews throughout the week. I'm playing some stuff that I can't talk about yet uh, because we're under embargo, but it's stuff that you definitely want to be playing very, very soon. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, we're just grinding and trying to make sure that we have all the dope stuff coming for you uh, here at Spawn on Me. So until then, uh, we have a lot of stuff and a lot of work to do. Uh, we are hoping that we can get you as many things as possible. And again, please let us know, like send us feedback. We have our feedback channel that's on uh, on our, on our spawn page. Like you can send us stuff there. Uh, you can send us stuff on Twitter, you know, send me things, tweet at me, hit my DMS. My DMS are always open. I mean, I get to everything as soon as possible because it's been extremely busy, but I, I see everything. Um, I see all the stuff that comes in. I see all the things that we, that people say. Um, and, and, and it's been really nice to have so many folks have really good words for us, uh, for the stuff that we, uh, stuff that we do. So, that means a bunch uh, in terms of getting everything into a good spot for all the things we want to do going into the future. So mad love to you all. Uh, I hope that you all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Uh, I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your week uh, and all that stuff is going to be pretty good for you all. Uh, so you can get some rest uh, moving forward for the rest of the couple of weeks that we have uh, going into November. So uh, we'll see you all here next week. Mad love to you all. And we say peace. <laughs>